Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, December 22nd. The hopes and dreams of Canada's small businesses that things would be significantly better by the end of 2021 have been shattered. While many businesses have seen a rebound since the darkest days early in the pandemic, new restrictions due to the Omicron variant risk being the last straw for others. The Canadian Federation of Independent Business and Restaurants Canada have published an open letter to federal and provincial leaders urging more help. It refers to both the official restrictions now in place in many areas, along with the fear among consumers that's driving avoidance behaviour such as cancelling restaurant bookings and shopping online. The two business groups are calling for greater financial support for at-risk firms, noting that current eligibility for grants and other assistance is too limited. For investors in Canada's commercial real estate, there should be some positives in 2022, especially for two of the main segments. Investment performance for industrial units and multi-suite residential rental properties have outperformed office and retail assets in 2021, and this is set to continue according to Morgard Corp. Operation. Although office property sales were down 37% in 2021 year over year, as uncertainty over return to the workplace continued, Morgard is anticipating that tenants will take a longer-term view in 2022 and drive renewed investment in the segment. Retail, while also impacted by reduced footfall and business failures, will also bounce back in 2022, the firm believes. Non-Canadian investors poured cash into the country's capital system at a torrid pace in October. According to Statistics Canada, foreign Investors purchased $23.9 billion worth of Canadian securities in October, the largest investment since the record covid fueled investment seen during the first wave in April 2020. Foreign Canadian bond purchases amounted to $27.6 billion, also the largest investment since April 2020. Foreign investment in private corporate bonds was more than $19 billion, while purchases of federal government bonds reached $8.4 billion, reversing the $8 billion in divestments in the previous month. Foreign investors bought $3.5 billion worth of Canadian equities. Meanwhile, Canadian investors snapped up $5.4 billion of foreign securities in October, a more moderate pace compared to the previous two months. The fact that a 100-day consultation period that overlaps with a busy holiday period is too short to digest a 200-page draft proposal is just one reason why policymakers in Ontario shouldn't push through with its revised Capital Markets Act, according to one financial services industry veteran. In a comment letter published by the C.D. Howe Institute, Harvey Nagley, whose 40-year career in financial services spans both the public and private sectors, said the draft legislation published in October was a rewarmed version of a decade-old proposal that would waste a once-in-a-generation opportunity for intelligent reform. Nagley argued that the Act is not designed to recognise modern-day realities such as the blurring lines between financial services and products, increase regulatory emphasis on advice delivery over transactions, the growing embrace of fee-based compensation rather than commission-based models and the increasing recognition of ESG in financial risk return calculations. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, Picton Mahoney's fund offers its equity, fixed income and merger arbitrage expertise. And trust is 53% empathy. So learn to listen more deeply and show more empathy, says an advisor's coach. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.